God the Father was one day walking around heaven and he noticed on the streets people who should not be there. So he goes to Peter, who's at the main door, and tells him, Peter, you're not doing your job. You're letting the wrong people in. So Peter looked at the father and he said, don't blame me. I did turn them away just like you instructed me. But they go down through the back door and Jesus' mother lets them in. So here we are today celebrating the feast of the Assumption of our Blessed Mother. In our first reading, we hear a beautiful image of our Blessed Mother, a woman clothed with the sun, with the moon under her feet, and on, and on her head, a crown of 12 stars. It's just that beautiful image of our Blessed Mother as the queen um, that we know she is. And what also is spoken in today's first reading of Revelation is her battle against Satan, against evil. How she overcomes by giving, by saying yes, uh, to the angel when she is summoned and, and asked if she would be the mother of God and finally giving birth and redeeming mankind. So there's many things that are important of our Blessed Mother. For one, she is immaculate. She was born sinless. Original sin did not touch her. And therefore, she was prepared from the beginning to be the mother of God, to be that sacred vessel in which Jesus would come and, and uh, be born into this world. She is the mother of God. She's not God, but she is the mother of God. There's only one mother of God, and therefore she is important. What is, what is also unique um, about our Blessed Mother is that she's ever virgin. Even though she conceived, she gave birth, it was all through the power of the Holy Spirit. She remains a virgin even after giving birth. And finally, what the Church says through this Feast of the Assumption which, by the way, was only declared in the year 1950 by Pope Pius XII. People always knew about this, but it was not really declared in the church as a feast. So the Feast of Assumption just says that at the end of her life, the Blessed Mother was taken, body and soul, into heaven. And it is, it is very natural because if she is sinless, the consequence of original sin is death. She is protected from it because she is sinless. So there has to be another way in which she would be taken up to heaven. While we celebrate Assumption and it's all about Mary, it's also 
a very Christological feast because Mary's assumption and all the graces that we just spoke about that she received uh, in a singular way was all because of Jesus. It was because of the future death and resurrection um, of Christ that she receives all the graces and finally um, the grace of assumption. So what does this mean for all of us? Mary is an example for all of us to follow a model. Um, this is who we are called to be. There is um, a famous 18th century uh, epita. An epita is a phrase or words that are written in memory of the person who has passed away. It's usually on a tombstone. And there is, uh, these, this is a popular epita. Um, it says, stop passenger as you pass by. As you are now, so once was I. As I am now, you soon must be. Prepare for death and follow me. It seems like a blessed mother is telling each one of us these same words. I have gone before you. You've got to follow me. This is, this is, this is your final goal. So the assumption tells us that our purpose of life is heaven. That's where our Blessed Mother went and she is, body and soul. We are all made for heaven, no exceptions. Yes, we, um, you know, we are affected by original sin and we sin a lot. Um, that's a human condition. But we have the grace of the sacraments, we have the Eucharist, we have confession. Every time we fall short, we can go to the sacraments and become clean and pristine, just like our Blessed Mother, and wait to go to heaven. What our Blessed Mother also tells us is that she has shared this glory of her son's resurrection. She has won over sin and death. And it is so beautifully said in today's second reading where um, St. Paul says, For just as Adam, just as in Adam all die, so too in Christ shall all be brought to life. So we, through Christ, um, have overcome sin and death. So, um, so let us um, live to this true calling that each one of us um, has. All of us know um, St. Teresa of Kolkata, also called Mother Teresa. Um, she was a great saintly woman uh, and um, she um, went through a lot of challenges and difficulties and overcame them. But there were moments in her life when things seemed impossible. When there were certain obstacles that she just could not see how she could overcome. And at those difficult moments, um, she had a secret weapon. She loved our Blessed Mother. She loved the Rosary. But her secret weapon was something to do with the Blessed Mother. It was called the Emergency Novena. It, it included um, the, uh, the Memorare, 
The, uh, the Memorare is a prayer which goes, Remember, O most gracious Virgin Mary, that never was it known. So that's the Memorare. So her emergency novena would be that she would say nine Memorares continuously. And she would add a tenth, trusting and believing that her prayers and her requests were answered. So that was her tenth Memorare, right? So this was her emergency no novena. And she would go to it every time she found things impossible. So may we also go to our Blessed Mother, right? Like we said, we are all um, made for heaven. But you know, like we just said when we began, there's always that back door where our Blessed Mother is waiting to get us in. Um, so let us go to her um, without exceptions. Um, without inhibitions uh, and may we always uh, trust in, in Christ and his, in his mercy and in our Blessed Mother.